podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Footballers. We've got a special guest this week, Steve Finn, also known as Finney. He's in the Discord. He is an elite FIFA player and England international bowler for the cricket team. Steve, thanks for joining us this week. And I'm going to have to call you Finn because we already have a Steve on this pod. Yeah, it's nice to be here. Listen to this every week and everyone getting stuck into Steve. So I'm looking forward to doing my fair share. And that's probably the kindest way I've ever been introduced to the podcast or anything. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Only the best here on Footballers, unless we're talking about Steve again. It's the only reason I come. <laughs> Steve, how are you doing this week, man? You staying busy? Yeah, I'm doing okay. I've had a good week. Uh, probably about to come to a crashing end here. Uh, a brilliant intro for Finney there. Um, spoken like a real American with a great grasp of what cricket is. So, yeah, GG. Well done. Coming in with the sarcasm early, are you? Does it. Paul, <laughs> welcome back. You've been staying busy after Team of the Year? Yeah, so-so. Um, been playing a little bit today. Making a few coins. It's been a decent week. Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned playing a bit because we're going to talk a little bit about that later on, how much a bit actually is these days in, in EA speak. Before we get into the, the main section of the podcast, uh, if I may, I'd, I'd like to start off by asking Vinny a question. Is that all right? Yes. Yes. We're good? Right. Okay. Vinny, um, can you give our listeners... Uh, one good reason to like you, considering that you're a tall, handsome, globe-trotting professional sportsman who dates models and just packed fucking team of the year Mbappe. Yeah, I mean, you've made it sound a lot more glamorous than my life actually is. Um, but no, I was I was fortunate enough to be sat on my sofa just recycling through um, the the team of the year packs, the league. And it wasn't even the premium; mm. it was the um, the base one, the reg- regulation one. Um, I was watching some horse racing, having a punt on some late night stateside live um, oh, horse racing. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's got to that. Um, <laughs> trying to earn my packs, you know. Um, and then, and and the blue flares came up, and Mbappe fl- uh, flew out onto my screen, and I, I just didn't really know what to do. It was more shock and disbelief than. Um, wild screaming and running around the flat. But yeah, it was certainly a surprise when he popped out on my screen and, and he's been having a good time of it for me, it's fair to say. You had, uh, was it Prime R9 last year and all you did was complain about him? Is it the same thing with Mbappe this year? Mm, no, there's literally <laughs> nothing to complain about. R- R9 right. was like trying to move a tank around the screen, but this um, this Mbappe, yeah, he's just different gravy. It's unbelievable. I think, actually, I can get his record up here on my... Um, on my companion app, and it's um, it really is something else. And I'm I'm not usually a big goal scorer. Like I'm a keep it tight, play not possession, but like to keep possession and, and build up slowly. Um, but I think his numbers are where is he? There he is. He has scored in just the elite division and foot champs. He scored fifty goals in twenty three games so far, um, playing up front with Benzema. The um, the flashback 86. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're a handy strike partnership together, it's fair to say. How many people just quit? Yeah, I've, I haven't made it to half-time in a lot of games, and that's even in the elite division. Like, he scores a first-half Hattie, and, and people are just like, I've seen enough of this, because yeah. 
he glitches through everything. He's for any through ball that you get in, if you time it right, he just gets it. And then the keepers seem to dive out the way. You can even put it too close to the keeper and it's just too hard and it's in the back of the net before they've even moved. So yeah, it's been, um, it's been ridiculous. And the one thing actually that, um, that I have really noticed is his chip shot when you're through on goal is just phenomenal. No matter if you take it too close to the keeper, he gets the elevation to take it over the dive every single time. Um, so yeah, it's pretty lethal. What about his elastico? I know you love an elastico, Finney. I do, but they're not as effective this year, are they? No, nah, they're, like, they're not. Not really. I've, I've, again, like on the slide, been watching the videos from the, um, from your Patreon and um, the drilling it into his feet. Like, whereas some guys, it, it might just bobble off or it might not stick. Like, it's like he's got a Venus flytrap on his boot. <laughs> he just sucks the ball in, turns either way and slaps it in. So there's no need for elasticos with him, really. Nice. Yeah, I can only imagine what it would be like to pack something like that. Um, I do understand where you're coming from when you mentioned the the shock and disbelief. You see all these videos of people packing really big cards like that, and they run around screaming like a 10-year-old. But uh, earlier this year, I packed Inform Messi, and I had the same thing. I was on mobile. I was at work, and I just looked down, and I was like, for those who can't see, Hunter just did it. He just reenacted looking down there just so that you know what's going on. Thanks for that, Steve. That's okay. That's why I'm here. <laughs> he's, he's a, you're a great narrator. We, we've got something to talk about with that too, by the way, later on. Um, but yeah, just the shock of disbelief of, of having a great card like that come into your club. It doesn't happen very often. So GG's for that. Let's move into the new content though this week. We do have a new promo and this promo was pre-announced while Team of the Year was still in packs. Uh, I, I think that was strategic on their part, as in letting people know, hey, don't go away. Don't go anywhere. You know, you're watching that TV show. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned because up next we have blah, blah, blah. That's kind of like what they pulled with Future Stars. But in my opinion, and I don't want to be negative starting out, but this Future Stars promo is probably on the bottom of the list since Future Stars has started, in my opinion. Steve, what do you think? I I think it's always going to be a tough act to follow, isn't it? It's it's going to be tough no coming doubt. after team of the year. So as promos go, it was on a bit of a hiding to nothing, I'd say. And I kind of fell into that trap myself because I just before we came on, actually just before we started recording, I hit the milestone of scoring 500 goals with an 85 rated squad or above and got a jumbo players pack, which was nice. And out of that, I packed uh, headliners Matthias Cunha. And I just kind of thought, meh, yeah. you know, okay, it'll be handy at some point. And it, it was only when I sort of looked through the team and realised that, you know, selling at 174k at the moment, which is, you know, this year's game, is that's a lot of coins. So, I mean, I, it's, a, it's a very strong team. There's some good cards there. There's some... Some cards that I know pros are, are certainly looking to get into their teams. You've got your Tua Menis, you've got your Smith Rowe, who who got the upgrade. You've got uh, Vlahovic. Um, and yeah, there's there's some good solid cards there. I think actually it's, it's going to end up being quite an underrated promo in terms of of what the content is for the for the actual team, because yeah, with it with it just following in the wake of Team of the Year, people are kind of sleeping on it a bit maybe maybe team two can be more i guess 
more impressive, more obtainable, because if you look at these, these cards and the current prices, they're either near discard or approaching discard, or they're just super expensive. There's no middle ground. I mean, a lot of promos, I feel like have some, some good core players that are relatively obtainable. And this one just doesn't, doesn't pop for me. I don't, I don't know what it is about it, but again, we've had so much content this year and we talked about it. The power curve has crept so quick. How do you sustain that? You've got to make new creative, different cards and try to keep people engaged with the game. And for me, I mean, I'm glad they gave us the Chelsea player for the objective, but I can see where a lot of people are just not happy with Chaloba. Paul, what do you think? Uh, it's a, like Steve said, it's a tough act to follow in it. You're coming out of team of the year where you've got cards that are going to be usable at the end of the game cycle. So it's, it's always going to be hard, but there is some nice looking cards in there and they can't come out now and bring cards in this promo that are as good as the team of the year cards. Cause where do we go from there? There's no longevity in the game. If that happens, mm. people get everything. And then they're like, what next? There's nothing to aim for. So there's a few good cards in there. Like you said, Smith Rowe, too many. Um, and yeah, it's, it is really difficult, but the they've got to they've got to bring something. They can't bring team of the year level cards. It's going um, to plateau, isn't it? I, th- I yeah. think across the next few promos, it's going to plateau. Otherwise, like you say, team of the year becomes devalued and meaningless, doesn't it? Yeah, and they, they are different cards. The young guys, the the cards that wouldn't necessarily get high rated cards. So for the next few promos, I imagine it'll be that like position change stuff or young guys who don't normally get cards because they've no they've nowhere else to go really at the moment. Well, Finn, do you have any of these future stars cards in your team? Or are you trying to get any into your, into your team? I don't. I I almost it's, I've got to that stage. The problem with packing someone like Mbappe um is I mean I'm gonna mention that every time I speak probably. I would too. <laughs> it's like I almost feel like I've completed the game now. Like I there's no striker that can compare to him. Um, I really want to get Jao Pedro because I'm a Watford fan. Um, so guiltily or, or sillily, every time a Watford player comes up, no matter how expensive an SBC might be, like the Atebo one or something, I just do them um, because we don't get that many good cards. So I'll be getting Jao Pedro as a sub. Um, but yeah, I'm in this ludicrous stage now where I actually, similar thing, I, I think I reached the 500 um two or more goals objective or something for a jumbo rare players pack and um, or for an ultimate pack. And I got team of the year Lewandowski in it for an untradeable. Um, and he just can't get into my team. It's ridiculous really, but like I, I'm turning away cards like that because he's not really like, I actually find that Benzema better than him up front at the moment. So it's um, yeah, I, I don't know if any of these, cards would actually properly get in my team but for pure sentimental value I'll be getting Jao Pedro Where's your team Finney? What are you rocking briefly at the minute? So my team is and I so it's probably important to caveat this with that I put two lots of 12,000 FIFA points on right at the beginning of the game in the um, in the bit where you could only use the app and I packed two icons Cassias and someone else ridiculously it's been it's been a year of pack luck for me really um, and since that point, I've put no um, no FIFA points in. So I've just been sort of using the untradables that I've got. And I've been pretty lucky. So 
Donnarumma um, road to the, not road to the final, the team of the group stage, keeper, the 90 rated, 87 Marquinhos, base, untradeable, untradeable Upamecano, one to watch. They're my two centre-backs. Left back is the rule breakers, Alfonso Davies, who I love. I think he's amazing. Um, I've got hmm. um, Hakimi right back, one to watch. I bought him just to link in for chemistry. Renato Sanchez and um, the Pac-Man, Lucas Paqueta, play central midfield. Um, the the SBC Paqueta, and then I actually packed, again, untradeable, the 84 Renato. Um in that, in, I can't remember what that promo was called. Um, Signature signings, was it? Yes. Uh, yeah, potentially. We love that name. <laughs> it's, um, and then Vinicius Jr. is 85 rated. I bought that and he's not left my team because he's um, unbelievable. Um, and Benzema and Mbappe team of the year up front. And then at the moment, I'm trialling a lone Messi on the right wing just to see if the left stick dribbling tutorial that you put out, whether... Um, I can get used to that using Messi. Um, and if not him, I've got the SBC Gelson Martins to play right wing. Um, yeah. And I play 4-4-2 in game at the moment. So yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's a decent team. Alfonso Davies could come in handy. I don't want to give too much away, but just between us, there may be a how to play the Bayern Munich way dropping in the in the Patreon very shortly. So Nice. Lewandowski will be handy for that as well then. There we go. Sorted. Where's where's a Tibor Finney in that? Where's he gone? He's currently on the bench. He's chilling next to Abadi Pele, who I packed in my. Um, it's a great card. Yeah, um, yeah, unbelievable card. Yeah. Um, Fakir Kapu, the centre mid. Um, when you did the three-five-two, he played that central defensive um, centre back, the one that could take the ball out, um, and he was great. Zaha, SBC, um, and Lewandowski, yeah. So, um, a table is just on there just in case I need some legs at the back end of a game. He's a really good card, isn't he? He's in my team at the moment and I'm really enjoying it. He's really good. I was surprised. Yeah, he's like a tank, isn't he? He just batters through people. I'm playing him at left back at the moment, but yeah, he, he, he does a good job there. At left back? Wow. That's kind of a... Hey, I've got Lucas Paqueta there. Come on. Yeah, man. You need, you need a nimble player at left back. No, you need a defender there who's just going to say, move out the way. Easy, man. You heard it here first. I did see before we recorded that uh, our friend Foot Donk tweeted out that there's going to be three new cards and they're going to have different positions. The Baron Torres, Elmas, and Tomiyasu, they're all going to come out with different positions for these cards sometime early next week. By the time you're hearing this podcast, maybe you'll you'll have it. But uh, looking forward to that. Those look like some really good cards, especially that Fur and Torres. That's a really nice looking Future Stars card. What do we think about the swap choices that we've got to choose from? Because swaps are going to start soon. You can turn your swaps picks in and you have these choices to pick from. I have posted it in our chat if you guys want to have a look through that. I know, Paul, you're probably going to pick the packs just like myself. The Frimpong card, if I've said that right, I don't know. But Jeremy Frimpong, it's just not, it's not it for me. Uh, the Gallagher card, it's not it for me. So I'm yeah. just going to go straight packs. But um, we already have 14 swap tokens that you could have gotten or obtained or can still obtain. Some of them have expired already, but it's crazy. This promo has been out for three days and half of the swaps are already out. So if you've been sleeping on it, you better get to work. 
we'll start with you, Finney. Where do you think you're going to spend your swap tokens? Are you going to participate at all? Well, that's this has been the first year. Well, I went to Australia basically for two months where the Wi-Fi is just appalling. Um, so I didn't put myself through the rigmarole of the first lot of swaps. Um, now with the state of my team, I just don't think I'm going to bother. So I'll get the basic ones and throw them into um, the packs um, if they're going to do it the same with the 81 times 25 and, and things like that. Um, and, and that's probably as, as much as I'm going to do. And also my cricket season is starting in about a month's time. So um, the training's ramping up. So I, I probably need to try and get a good night's sleep rather than be up till three o'clock competing, <laughs> competing foot swaps tokens. Packing Mbappes and stuff. Uh, Steve, <laughs> Steve, where are you going to spend your, your swap tokens? I don't know. Maybe I should take up cricket because I could do with a, with a bit of that. Maybe I should... Uh... Yeah, dust off the whites again. Uh, I, I'm not really that asked about them, to be honest with you, H. I'm not. Um, I'm not going out of my way to collect them. If I notice that an SBC has dropped, that's easy to do. Uh, I'll, I'll do them. I've, I've picked up a few along the way of doing objectives. I've picked up one or two accidentally, but I'm not really going out of my way to get them. It's a bit of a grind, and I think early on one of the SBCs had had pretty ridiculous requirements, so that kind of put me off a bit. I didn't bother there. And I just, I kind of, yeah, I, I, I gave up on the ghost quite early, I think. So it'll be handy. I'll, I'll grab a few packs, no doubt, but I'm looking at it very much as a bonus rather than rather than something that I'm committing myself to, I think. Yeah. Paul? Pretty much the same. I'm just going to tick away and see if I can get 15, hopefully for the 85 times 10. But if I don't get that, I won't be, I won't be going out my way to get any. There's enough games to play without having to chase about for tokens. It's funny you mentioned games to play. Steve, you've already completed this, but Shaloba touched on him briefly. I'm halfway through with it. If I wasn't a huge Chelsea fan, I wouldn't go near this thing. You decided to do that. I'm, I'm assuming so for review purposes, right? To let, let the people know if it's worth it or whatnot. But what do you think? Yeah, it wasn't of- just wasn't just pure masochism uh it's it's really dis. well i say disappointing it's it's what you'd expect it to be really you, you look at the card on foot bin you look at its stats and it's it's not all that is it really it's just and if you compare it to what we had last week when we had verda the the syria right winger mm. that was a really usable card that that card could have maybe not got into the the teams of most people, but I think it would certainly have looked okay on the bench. And great sub and great sub card. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to use that phrase, but you, you know what I'm thinking of. I didn't say super sub, but I will say it. He's a great super sub. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, so this week's, uh, it's not a great um, super sub. It, I, I can't see it getting anywhere near most teams, to be honest with you. I think Make most people will probably do the, the CDM. Um, then the, I don't know. It's, you've got you look at the centre back version. You can get the free version. You can get the Malang Sar in milestones, which is probably easier to get. I don't know, roughly on a par. It's just I I don't know. I don't think don't think it represents very good value for the amount of time that you've got to put into it. I've played a couple of games with him, and it's I mean I on my road to glory account I've got. Kapu, as Finney mentioned earlier, 
paired up with, ooh, what's his name? Savanier, the player of the munch. Player of the munch? The player of the munch league uh, card. Uh. Figure out what the hell I mean for yourselves. And he's not he's not dislodging either of them. So, I mean, they're not exactly marquee cards. So, yeah, I, I'm not impressed, to be honest. I know you'll love him because he's Chelsea, but, yeah, not good. It's been a great year for Chelsea cards and content. That's, I will say that. So if you're a Chelsea fan, you're really loving this card and this content. But, you know, talking about the games played, Paul, you mentioned earlier, I was reading through the uh, latest quarterly earnings report and listened to the call from EA, and they made comments, uh, and I'll quote some here, quote, from an engagement standpoint, more players are spending more time on our titles. Later on, they said engagement is deepening as well with players spending nearly 20% more time in our games across our portfolio in in fiscal year 22. Mainly, the number one flagship program, FIFA 22, continues to grow. It's almost, to me, it's it's true, but it's not true. Are, Are people playing this much and this long because the game is truly enjoyable and truly engaging? Or is it because they're being driven to play it this long based on objectives and content. Like I said, if that Chaloba card wasn't free, would I have played as much squad battles this the last two or three days? Probably not. It's a catch-22. I mean, I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Do you find yourself getting drawn into that? The cards and the content, the objectives, and playing more than you normally would otherwise? Yeah, big time. I think it's like an addiction almost, isn't it? I think mm-hmm. they know that they have you like I've managed to break the cycle myself a bit this year of not having to check every single day but especially the last couple of years when we've been in lockdown it's probably why when I've streamed I've got so frustrated because like you're always wanting to get the card and you're always wanting to get the best rewards and uh, yeah, I, I've definitely managed to break the cycle this year, finally, at 32 years old. Um, but it's, um, it certainly is something that just hooks you in. And once you're, once you're in there and you're, and you're engrossed in it, 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 it can become all-consuming, I'd say. So, yeah, I've very much been, been guilty of that in the past. And, yeah, there's no surprise that the more content, and there's been so much content this year, almost too much for me to keep a track of um will mean that the the engagement and the games that people play like i've got whatsapp groups that my teammates we've got like fifa whatsapp groups and they're just popping off every time there's a new card every time there's new content like even since you've been on the call here guys are sending teams saying shall i put this in here shall i shall i grind for this like it it it, it does become something um that people get addicted to are there are there any uh any decent players at sussex Who's your fan so far? There are a couple. Um, there's a guy, young lad called Tom Haynes, who's um, who's pretty good. That's our first port of call every Monday. Is our how many wins do you get at the weekend? <laughs> um, I think he got 13 last week, so he's a handy player. Um, yeah, and but yeah, he's um, he's a little bit jealous of my Mbappe, so he wasn't that happy, and he's desperate to play some co-ops with me, so he can try him out. So. Um, I'm just leaving him on tenterhooks for a few days whilst I'm back in London. Is this going to be an end? This is the question that everybody's going to want to know. Is this going to be the end of the lay-by well, pack luck? The thing is, the pack luck was always for red picks. So we'd do our red picks oh, in the car, in the lay-by. And um, 
but the red picks are so shit this year. That it's like they're just not they're not <laughs> yeah. worth playing for. Like you're not doing weekend league or champs for the red picks, are you? You're doing it for the packs to hopefully pack someone from promo. Um, so like every I haven't packed one usable red card this year, even though I've got good good like I've got good ranks every time I've played champs. But it's just it's pointless, isn't it? So um, the lay by pack luck may have to change to actual packs, not um, not red picks. I'll just. I'll just comment on reds. There. I've packed yeah. two usable reds this year. One was 90 rated Mane. The second one was the 91 rated Mane today. The oh, you're going. You're so going today, did you? I got in, but it says, you know, the other one didn't get in my team, so this one's probably isn't. But um, I think you nailed it, though, there with um, people getting addicted to this game. And during the pandemic, so many people went hard because. There was nothing else to do. We needed something to do. And, you know, it was so easy just to, to go all out. And it is, it's so engrossing. You you know, and I'm I'm hardcore for this game and I struggle to keep up with content that's coming. It's thick and fast. And, you know, I can imagine that somebody who doesn't play the game loads you feel like you need to be playing the game loads to catch up because, you know, I've got friends that were casual players who, you know, play not a lot at all, you know, play the odd weekend league once every few months. And they, their FOMO is at like through the roof because the, the miles off all the teams that you see from content creators or just on Twitter. So they've, they've done an amazing job of here to, get everybody from your casual players to guys who are hardcore to think that you're behind and you're going to miss out on something if you don't play. Absolutely genius. Yeah, I I do think that's something that used to be true. Whereas if you did take a month, six weeks off of the game, you would be behind and it would be a struggle to keep up and get back to the near the, the, you know, the front of that power curve. But now I think that people have that in their head, but it's just not the case. I mean, I could start a new account today and I could be competing in foot champs next week with the amount of cheap cards that we've gotten over the, you know, across the, the start of this cycle. There's just so many good cards to use and usable cards. So the content's been there. Staying with content, I, I was going through the, the booking slide, the net bookings by composition. So uh, in the latest quarter, Q3 of fiscal year 22, the live services revenue is up 21%. So they made $5.189 billion in Q3 from live services. Imagine. I can't imagine. They made $2 billion by selling the game. So they made more than double from live services. So the people are obviously addicted. They are hooked. Line and sinker. They've got us right where they want us. And um, we continue to to feed the beast as long as they keep giving us the bait. I was in the pub actually yesterday watching the rugby over here with Sam Billings, who um, is an England teammate. When I played for England at cricket, he was a teammate of mine and he is addicted. Like I'm like seriously, seriously addicted. Like sat in the pub doing SBCs on his phone, recycling through things. (laughs) Oh my God. He's fully lost the plot. He's fully lost the plot. Oh, wow. And whips out his team. If you follow him on Twitter, he's actually got an insane team. And like when you when you call him out on Twitter, 
he'll be like, no, 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 road to glory, road to glory. And then you'll get him in private after a couple of Guinnesses, like yesterday. Oh. And he'll admit, he'll say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually, I put in four lots of 12,000 FIFA points last week. And you'd be like, oh. yeah, of course you did, mate. No wonder you've got, no wonder you've got <laughs> that. So he's contributed a significant amount to those quarter three totals. <laughs> oh. oh, Sam's getting called out live. Absolutely, it is, yeah. <laughs> You've got a right to reply, Sam. We'll have you on next week, mate. I just followed him on Twitter, and guess what I saw on the on his Twitter feed, there, Steve? First picture I saw. It'd be his team flexing his team. Some Man United card, I would imagine. Right below the pinned tweet, it was a picture of the Queen. Do you have anything to say? He's probably uh, got his eye on when Ian Morgan retires as England captain, so I'd probably try and get a few brownie points there, I think. Yeah, he's he, he probably trying to keep everyone sweet. He's very good at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PR. Before we move on from Future Stars, the Cabral SBC, does anybody want to speak about it? It was underwhelming for me. I was expecting a better SBC player. Uh, don't really have a lot to say about it. Anybody else? No, I've spoken to people that did it, that have used it, and yeah, they, they're not that impressed with it. I think they're kind of wondering why they did do it, probably <laughs> because they're addicted. Uh but yeah, it's apparently it's clunky, not very responsive. Finishes well. Nice. That's about it, I think. Well, more importantly, we've got a really important topic that I wanted to discuss because we had a major announcement in the foot scene this week. We got mascots. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> Steve was dry heaving. He almost threw up in his trash can there. How many mascots do you have, Steve? Don't fucking lie to me either. Seven. No, no one. You've got them all. I I, they're not even, they don't even, what are they? They're not even, they're trophies. They're not mascots. They don't do anything. No, they, don't they have actual mascots. No, they, they don't do anything. They're like Paul. They just sit there. They don't, they don't do anything. Well, you say that. Did you know you can buy mascot trophies in the store? I, I, Hunter, I did not know that. No, please don't educate 25, me. 25,000 no, coins. How much? I'm, I'm going to educate you. 25,000 coins for a mascot trophy. That doesn't move. That doesn't move. It's not dynamic. It's just a base gold version of a mascot card. Why would you? So it's mascots from individual clubs. Yeah. The, the, oh, my goodness. Is there a Bradford I, City one? Paul, dude, don't sit there and act like you're disgusted by this. You had pink pitch lines. You probably still have pink pitch lines. Fact. Uh, that, that's- you fucking fraud. That's irrelevant at this stage, whether I've relevant. got pink pitch lines or not. It shows you're in the spirit of but, weirdness and unorthodox footballing. Depends on the mascot. I could be oh, talked God. into having a decent mascot, depending on what they do. I'm using a ball on the pitch that looks like fucking Bateson shit something after <clears throat> going to the pub on a Sunday morning. It's like blue and green and has shit coming out of it. No, the You're not using the alien football. Yeah, I'm using the oh, football. I retired the God. team of the year football, but I might go back to it. What the fuck's happened to I'm this podcast? I'm leaving this. I'm not doing this anymore. VIP, <laughs> VIP fucking areas that he'd pay real money for. Footballs that, I don't, it don't, it's not even round. That's the thing. It's not. No, it's not. It's my first issue with it. And it's not affected by true ball physics. I can't Test deal with this anymore. This is backed by science, man. Sorry, sorry, Finney. None of us were expecting yeah. this. We spoke about drug testing before, and yeah. I think we're going to have to have a chat about it's it. We're going to start drug testing, but I need 30 days. I, I told you last <laughs> week. So 
We're going to restart that today. So 30 days from today, we'll start. 30 days from today, I'll put it in my diary. <laughs> let's, let's move into, does anybody have anything else before we move on to hot takes and questions? Okay. Quite a few of our questions are for Finney, but real quick, hot take Savage P, one of the uh, footballers, premier sponsors says, hot take Mr. Stokes' voice is greater than Morgan Freeman's voice. Fucking hell, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, I'd go along with that. That's a stretch. That's, it's just, it's a lie. I'm going to go watch Shawshank after this. So in the question segment, George, uh, he's a sponsor of the show as well. He wants to know how long will it take for Finney to flex his team of the year Mbappe? Well, George, you got your answer <laughs> right away and you got it a few times. Um. I popped out of like Twitter hibernation just to post a screenshot <laughs> to a random tweet of Steve about yeah. about my team of the year and that's it. It's hard yeah. not to, isn't it? It's hard not to. It is, yeah. And always like um with the caption, Oh, this is all right, isn't it? Or oh, this is this is an okay pack. It was yeah. something <laughs> stupid and sarcastic and predictable yeah. like that. I can't remember what yeah. the tweet was that you replied to. It was something like, I went to the co-op today and they had a sale on mackerel, wasn't it? And you replied with something like, I packed team of the year Mbappe. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if Mbappe eats mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that tweet. Yeah. We have another question from longtime friend of the show. His name is Right Foot. Uh, he wants to know what was better, packing team of the year Mbappe or his hat trick against the Aussies. Sorry, your hat trick against the Aussies. Team of the year Mbappe, because that was a really, really shit hat trick. It's probably one of the worst ever taken in um, in international cricket. So packing Mbappe was almost certainly better. Finney, you can't say that on the back of admitting that you had an Australian cricket t-shirt as a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a number of faux pas that I've made over the course of my life. Can somebody explain for me and my fellow Americans what a hat trick in cricket entails. It's where you hit the ball three times on top. Yeah, in a row. Like if you get a boundary, a row. you hit it three times and then smack it to the boundary. That's a hat trick. Yeah. Is that right, Finney? Why are you laughing? It's called a four trick if you do it four times. Oh, why are you laughing? No, it sounds about right, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. thought everybody knew that. Well, I feel like with cricket, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but every time I watch it, I get more and more into it. And then, like, I, I don't watch it for like two months, and then oh, cricket's on, so I have to relearn everything. I don't know. But it's interesting. It's an impossible game to um, to explain. I've played it professionally for almost twenty years of my life, and I couldn't explain it to you if you asked me to. Every time I watch it, I have to make sure Steve's around because I have to ask a question. Okay, are we going to win or are we going to lose? We're going to win now. Or are we going to win now? Yeah. I've, I've got a kind of. I've got a. Sorry, go on, Vinny. No, we could play for five days and not have a result at all. They're sometimes the most exciting ones, though. I've I've got a kind of cricket slash not cricket question for you, Steve. Um, I listened to the Ashes, obviously. Uh, I sort of dozed off with it on in the background through the night, and I, I listened to a lot of it on the on the ABC Grandstand app. And you were you were doing commentary for both the BBC and ABC, right? Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about Stephen Finn, the love god? <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Australian radio, you can be a little bit more out there than you can broadcasting for the BBC um, because the BBC is very straight down the line. Um, whereas my Australian friends gave me a little bit more leeway to uh, to be expressionate whilst I was on the air. So I did a live or a couple of live phone-ins where you take calls from people and they could be doing a 14-hour drive from one edge of the country to to somewhere a long, long way away and, and they call in just to have a chat with you or give you um, or, or ask you a question. And the first time that I did it, everything was cricket related. And um, and I plead with people to to ring me up and, and ask me questions about non-cricket related things. I said it could be relationships. It could be um, anything you wanted. Oh um, love making yeah and and um and and as a result of that abc then tweeted this picture out of me and and called the radio phone in phone in with the love god um and it stuck <laughs> you don't get on test much special exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> we'll leave it there and not ask about the pearl necklaces come on hunter <laughs> i missed that one they probably merits um, an explanation now. I've brought it up, actually, doesn't it? Yeah, well, we're going through a slight mild, um, I would say, a midlife crisis at thirty-two, and uh, I got my ear pierced, and and I've been wearing a pearl necklace around for for the last couple of months as well. But um, yeah, just there, you can just about see it. <laughs> Very nice. Right. Um, yeah, so I'm just trying to retain some degree of youth by playing FIFA, wearing pearl necklaces, and having my ear pierced. What the fuck. Be driving around with Donk on his motorbike next. <laughs> on the back? Who knows? Or, or separately. Okay. Anyway, George Coog wants to know, would you play a cricket version of Ultimate Team? And if so, what rating should your card be? <laughs> He's finished shaking his head. He can't believe it. Significantly less than it was about seven or eight years ago when I was, was decent at cricket. Um, age... Um, it, it becomes a lot harder with age. So my card wouldn't. I'd I'd be have a couple of good flashback cards. I'd say if there was a cricket, um, a cricket ultimate team. Um, but I it just would never work. Like you just it, you can't. I've never played a cricket game. It, the graphics look as though someone's just drawn a couple of dots and a smiley face on a thumb and put it on the screen. They're they're so bad. And the animations. Everyone does everything exactly the same. Um, everyone runs the same, bowls the same, bats the same. It, it, it is hopeless cricket game. So, no, I wouldn't play it. Um, and yeah, my my card maybe now I'd be a, an early eighties, an eighty one or an eighty two, but but with a couple of tasty flashbacks. Mm. Ninety nice. sprint speed, forty two acceleration. I'm saying. <laughs> what traits would you have, Finney? I would have, in cricketing terms, I'd have it'd be a wicket taker one because I would go for runs all the time, but I'd just I'd manage to take wickets somehow. So, yeah, I'd say my main trait would probably be wicket taker and hat tricker, mm. obviously bouncing the ball bouncing on the back. Hat tricker, yeah, yeah, yep. nice. <laughs> it, it, it seems like you guys talked about Sam Billings earlier. It seems like we've got quite a few people requesting Sam to come onto the show. Maybe we can get Sam and Finney on at some point. That should be some show. I'll probably have to sit that one out and let Steve drive the bus that week though. Cause I'm not sure I'd be able to, to contain all of that. It would just be 45 minutes. 
It would just be 45 minutes of me telling everyone how many packs Sam Billings has ripped and then bullying him into ripping more packs whilst live on the pod and hoping the packs <laughs> Yeah, just get it out there. That way you can just go with it and own it. Exactly. Yeah. Last question. Dustin from the Foot Academy wants to know, why can't we change our automatic sub option on foot like we can in season or any other game mode known to mankind? A foot question? What does he think this is? Oh, he's... He's talking about the one where it's uh where you hold the R two button and make a a subs without having to pause it. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think somebody's asked that in the past too. I mean, why can't we? Because we we can't. I mean, they they won't fix it. I don't. Not that it needs fixing, but it would be nice to not have to pause to do that. Um, Does anybody here use the quick subs? Yes, I do sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I've used it by accident once or twice as well. And yeah, that, that sounds right. I don't know if this is a, a thing or not, but I find that the players that I have all the way to the left on the sub screen, for some reason, always show up. So it's almost like it reads left to right. So if I hold R2, most of the time I get one of those three players, depending on who's got the least gas left in the tank. But it could just be a coincidence. It's a convenient excuse for bronze benching, I find. People always ask me, Steve, why do you bronze bench? And it's always a good excuse to say, well, when you use your quick subs, which I never do, but when you use your quick subs, it means that you get a. It's easier to select them. You see, a good excuse, but it's not the correct one. No. Why do you bronze bench, Steve? I, I walked straight into that, didn't I? As, yeah. As, you as you opened as, the door. Yeah. As soon as I opened my mouth, I was thinking, I know where this mm. is going to go. Why do I bronze bench? Because there is no um, real evidence, one way or the other, that it that it impacts matchmaking positively that it doesn't impact matchmaking that it basically nobody knows whether it's a thing or not and i only ever used i only ever select from three players and it's old habits die hard isn't it so yes yes i do still bronze bench um and yes i do believe in leprechauns i think there's one on the pod with us big fucking leprechaun (laughs) from yorkshire Uh, I think Paul just realized we were talking about him. <laughs> I just woke up. You're boring the shit out of me, Dude, Fuck you, Paul. I'm tired of you sleeping on the podcast, goddammit. You're fired. <laughs> that's, that's fine. You can go now. That's fine. I'm off. Can I go now? Actually, you can, but just give me, give me two more minutes because we have to do All our right. proper exit. All right. We don't have any more questions. Does anybody have anything else they want to add to the community before we sign off for the day? No, I've given everything that I have. Well, I think we need more. You got to do better. Okay. Benny, thanks for coming on this week. It was a really interesting chat. And um, hopefully next time you're on, I'll know a little bit more about cricket and I can understand a quarter of the things that y'all were talking about. Where can the people find you, just cheer you on, follow your content? Just just don't Google hat trick, okay? And everything will be fine. Too late. No. Shit. Go find out what Google is. On to- um. I know my my socials are at Finny Steve. Um, everything is that, and I'm in the Discord as well. So um, I pipe up every now and again. It used to be frustrated rant, so I've not not quite. Um, I don't think I've done one of those this year. Impressive. You get on at ten o'clock on a Sunday evening and say, "How fucking stupid is this game?" <laughs> I haven't done that once this year. So I miss um, your rage DMs at like two in the morning. Yeah, no, there's not been one of those. But, um, it's been a very calm FIFA year this year, and I'm hoping it continues. Thank you for having me. Anytime. You're welcome back anytime you want. Uh, Steve, 
what can people follow you, join the Foot Academy, watch your streams? Yeah, I might stream at some point. Uh, they can follow me on Twitter at the Foot Coach. That's doable. And uh, they can check out the Foot Academy, which we've mentioned here and there. Uh, that is patreon.com forward slash Foot Academy. Had some good stuff in there lately. Uh, we've mentioned the, the left stick dribbling there. Finney mentioned it earlier. Um, and as I kind of adverted to earlier, we're going to have a how to play the Bayern Munich way in there. And I've been using that this weekend. That is, that's really funky. It gets some wicked player movement with the, uh, the Thomas Muller role drifting around in the cam. So yeah, looking forward to people getting their hands on that one. Very nice. And Paul, we, um, we had some good feedback here lately. A lot of good feedback on the podcast. A lot of the, a lot of the listeners are enjoying our content, and um, some of my American friends, particularly, said we really like that Irish guy on the pod. Well, top of the morning to him. Top of the morning to him. <laughs> I said, I think he's English. I think he's from so fucking, oh, yeah, yeah. definitely not Irish. I've been called some things in my time, but not Irish. No offense to our Irish listeners. You have to. You have to you forgive listening. our us Americans. We're so ignorant to everything. It's not American. Yeah, you're thick as fuck. No offense, Hunter. Not as thick as some people, I'm just saying. Okay. Wait till you find out what our fucking hat trick is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going to oh, forget about um, it in five minutes. Where can they follow you? Hurry up. Um, right foot on Twitter. Not so much on Twitch. W-R-I-G-H-T-F-U-T. Right fucking foot. I love that. You can follow me at the Foot Hunter on Twitter. You can follow the show on Twitter at Footballers Pod. Thanks for tuning in this week. We'll have a new episode out probably by the end of the week, Thursday, Friday time. So keep those podcast feeds refreshed. We will catch you then. Sports Social Podcast Network.